Hello, friends, critics, and all of you non-critics out there. This is the Film Optics Podcast, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV, and all things Hollywood-related. I am your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my co-host, Devin, the man himself. And on today's episode, we're going to be getting into our What If episode season one, episode one review. And we have a few um, Hollywood topics, a, f- a few news topics, uh, to, to say the least, to get into after we dive into our, um, our what if, uh, episode one review of season one. So, you know, we're going to be flipping it around a little bit today, trying to, tr- trying out a few new things and seeing how this works out. But as I mentioned before, I am joined by the man himself, Devin. How are you doing today, man? I'm, I'm doing good. I'm currently living in my own what if episode. Ooh, the one where it's what if I moved back home? That's <laughs> that's what happened. Man, oh man, Devin, oh, you always know how to crack me up. That is that is that's I I, I will watch that show honestly. Um, it's, a, I'm, it's a nice it's a nice story so far. Yeah, I'm currently living the variant life of you know the the Christian who who moved to Nashville um, instead of the Christian who stayed home uh, for now at least. Well, I guess we'll we'll see how that uh, how that pans out. But yeah, your, your week's been good. You've been uh, m- moving some stuff and you know get, getting that exercise yeah, I got, in. Yeah, all of it now. I think nice. we did it did it over the week. And it took our time. Didn't get too <laughs> exerted at any point, but got it all. And I, I think I think that's the biggest mistake people make is that they try to move everything out in one. Well, that's day. that's what makes it easy when you have your parents thirty minutes away. They're kind of like your hotel for the meantime. It makes it a that lot easier. True. Yeah, so you don't have to like you know sleep on an air mattress. Or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's 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 like you're second starting over, but you're more established. At the, at the same time, but yeah, I definitely feel you on that one, man. So as I mentioned before to everyone, we are going to be getting into our what if episode one review here today. And then we have a few news topics for you guys. Some interesting ones. It's, it's been a while since we've actually done some news topics. I know we've been doing like pumping out all these reviews and I'm like, you know, let's, let's take a little bit of time to, uh, you know, add, add, add in some news topics. So that will be happening every single week alongside of our coverage of Marvel's what if uh, series that is streaming on Disney plus episode one, as of this recording is streaming on Disney plus, but I did want to thank Disney really quick for allowing us to watch the first three episodes to kind of like get our feet in the water and, you know, get our, our nice little reactions out there. So thank you, Disney for letting us uh, do that. We, we are forever in your debt as we always are, but let's but get team Scarlet. <laughs> but team Scarlet. Yes. Yes. Honestly, team Scarlet. Yeah. We won't get too much into that weeds, but um, definitely that, that is a, whew, a huge, huge mess in and of itself. But uh, before we get into our, what if review, we're going to take a short break and we'll be back right after this space time time reality it's more than a linear path it's a prism of endless possibility well that doesn't sound ominous at all all right and we are Back with our What If Episode 1 review, uh, currently untitled because we are recording this before it actually drops 
on Wednesday, uh, you wanna, August. You want to guess a title? Uh, Captain Carter. <laughs> that's, that's what I was going to say. That's the easy one. Super, super easy. I wonder how they're actually going to like name the titles. Is it going to be what if dot, 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 blah, blah, blah was Captain Carter or what if dot, dot. Captain Carter. I really don't know, but yes, the first episode is covering if Cap, if uh, if Peggy Carter um, received the uh, Super Silver Super Soldier serum instead of Mister Chris Evans, aka Steve Rogers. But before we get into that, wanted to go over a little bit of the uh, synopsis and just you know, so people can kind of get an idea of what this show actually is. So um, it is created by AC Bradley, one of the writers. Um, I believe I want to say it's AC Bradley as well, but I wasn't really able to find any um, a lot of writing credits for that, so I do apologize. But it does star Jeffrey Wright as the Watcher himself. Haley Atwell voicing herself as um, Peggy Carter and Sebastian Stan, just to name a few. And the story is as follows. Exploring pivotal moments from the Marvel Cinematic Universe and tuning, uh, excuse me, and turning them on their head, leading the audience into uncharted territory and asking the question. What if? <laughs> and your best Jeffrey Wright voice. <laughs> I can never ever I, I don't have that much of a of a deep bass voice, you know. You have to like I have to kind of like force it. <laughs> he really is the perfect choice for the watcher. He really, really and I like how the watcher is just like this giant, like galactic being that you can't we can't even really like picture because he's just bigger than everything. He doesn't have a, a facial structure or anything. He's just kind of a being. <laughs> a celestial being. Yeah. That that if you will. Yeah, it's it's really weird because his his job is it's it's to watch and to just like us. We're watchers. <laughs> to watch and to never interfere. <laughs> to never ever interfere. That that is very, very true. But um um, like we said, this episode is covering Captain Carter. And I wanted to get your first thoughts about it, Devin, because I, I think so far, I think it's a nice little intro. Um, from what we've seen, um, I think this is definitely going to get people's feet wet with the water and kind of, I think it is the type of episode that really explains what the show is all about, but I wanted to pass it over to you to give your first initial thoughts. Yeah. I think it was the perfect first episode to go with just this, this story because it's very easy to follow and it easy to understand what's happening. It's not, you're not throwing the audience into this crazy, insane multiverse. What if situation, the, the story is literally just, oh, what if Peggy Carter took the serum instead of of uh, Steve Rogers? It's it's that simple. So yeah. it, it, it's easy for the audiences to jump on board what, what you're going for with these type of stories. And it's a good branching off point for what they have planned moving forward. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you there. It, it's it's very easily digestible and, and giving people a, a first episode with a with with one of the more popular characters that people um kind of understand and it's like hey oh you know steve rogers like yeah yeah, yeah we know the story but um it it definitely does tell the story within um, in, in, in an interesting standpoint you know you you kind of see the we had that twilight zone-esque feeling with you know the watcher kind of like sets the story for everything and then they kind of go into it and you know it is a different animation style for sure i'm sure we'll touch into that as well but i i really like how they kind of just they kind of just go for it like you know it's 
it's more of just it's like it's like this elseworld story and all of this is canon yeah i was gonna um, say keep in mind that like, this is all canon the yeah. creator said the multiverse is here and people are, need to be ready for it i i'm so so excited and i really like how they are kind of like in a way like some of some of the episodes that we've seen you know especially the first one is more of just like a retelling of um you know of captain america aka captain britain or captain carter however however you want to say it and then you know the other ones that we've seen um just more so like it's some some go go a little bit deeper than others but um i will say with the run times for a lot of these um these new shows um they, they hover around like the 30 to 33 um uh runtime mark and honestly i love that runtime for this type of series yeah i i think it's perfect um i saw you know i've seen a lot of people on twitter kind of just uh, they, they seemed a little, a little bit more worried because it's like, oh, it's not 40 minutes. It's not 45 minutes to an hour. It's like, well, no, not every show needs to be, you know, 45 minutes to an hour. Like you can tell a really good story within 30, 33 minutes. We see it week to week with Ted Lasso and Apple TV plus, and they make you know, they make every single second, every single minute count. And I really think I'm, I'm glad these aren't like 24 minute episodes. I'm glad they are 30 minute episodes because it really does give you, it gives you more time to spend with these characters. These aren't just like little animated cartoon shorts where, you know, the animation looks amazing, but you know, you kind of want a little bit more like it, they, they really go for it. You know, they, they, t- they touch on heavy themes within uh, the first episode with Captain Carter, you know, with her being a girl and whatnot. And it, it kind of just, all it just fits so well together and um the the animation style is very um it's different for sure but i i think it's it's welcoming it's it's something it definitely grew on me as yeah on. yeah because like it, when we it does a really saw, good job of like setting up the action because the action is really good mm-hmm. yeah like the action scenes and the, and the everything going on with uh, captain carter just destroying everybody <laughs> i loved it yeah, and, and and especially in the action scenes, like it, it, everything, it doesn't feel like weird. It doesn't feel choppy. It it everything just flows so well. It together. is very smooth, very very smooth. And um, it, it's 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 like this two D slash like three D hybrid in a way. Because I and I, I I've said this for for years and like on multiple of my. Um, animated uh, reviews over on Music City Drive-In and over on In Session Film that like when, when it comes to comic book movies or just storytelling, like I, I really feel like, you know, it, as much as we enjoy like the, the, um, the live action, um, I, I feel like they, these stories really thrive in animation because there's just so much, there's so much more like designs and crazy wacky things you can do and, it's it's almost almost as if the sky's the limit. Of course, you know you have a budget for sure, but it just feels like they they really um, these stories like live and breathe and can really like stretch their muscles when it comes to animation because you know that's a lot of the I mean you know with comics like animated in a way you know with drawings and whatnot, but it just it just seems fitting. But I really really enjoyed this episode with you know, Steve Rogers and how they kind of show what happened where, you know, Steve Rogers was supposed to come through and take this uh, serum sold uh, soldier serum. And then, you know, the attack with Hydra and everything kind of happened. And then, 
you know, um, Haley Atwell who played, you know, Peggy Carter, she comes through and it's, it's really great how they, um, and I'm sorry, I'm going on a bit of a tangent here, but I really like how not every single character is voiced by their, I guess, MCU kind of part. Some are, some aren't. And I can understand why. But I wanted to kind of get your thoughts about that. Like, do you do you think it would have been better if, you know, they would have gotten like the original gang or do you think it's just more of, you know, with Iron Man and especially with Steve Rogers, like they're clearly not voiced by Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. because their contracts are over. But um, I mean, I wanted- this, is, this is the best they could have they could have done, I feel like mm-hmm. they, they weren't able to get everybody, but they got like the majority of at least the. uh not the major characters. I mean, it is weird hearing hearing that Steve Rogers, not my Steve <laughs> Rogers, but I think he did a got, really got, good job. Most of them, which is yeah. better than not getting any. That, that, that is really yeah. bad. Yeah, and like even just like a nice surprise little cameo here or there, and you like know, uh, we, like Chadwick. Yeah, like yeah, I'm actually having Chadwick is huge. Yeah, and you know, since we're not into like actual spoilers, yeah, yeah, kind of like we can. Yeah, talk about yeah. This, this from the episodes we've seen. You know, yeah, it's are, known that he's in the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that is true. Yeah, and just from you know the other ones that we've seen, it's you know there there are voice actors that pop up, and it's like oh yeah, you know like so so is in it, and you can actually even when you're paying attention from like from episode one, it is more of just um, it's you know during during the beginning you can kind of see you know, who the voice actors are. And, and I was like, Oh, like Sebastian stands in it. That's really, really cool. But, um, I, I really like how, um, like, I guess, um, well, actually before I get into that, let me backtrack here for a second. Anything else you wanted to bring up like initial reaction re- uh, wise before we get into spoilers? I don't think I had anything. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So that is your first spoiler warning. Again, this is your second spoiler warning for, Marvel's What If episode one, we're guessing or dubbing this as Captain Carter because I I don't know what else they would call it. Um, we'll find out when um, <laughs> you guys will find out in, in the title of the actual uh, podcast episode because by the time it's out, I'm, I'm sure we'll, we'll we'll have a title for that. But yeah, um, they almost got us there. I thought that Steve died. I, I thought he did too. Definitely thought he did. And I, you know what? I, I would have been like, okay just with like it. Howard Stark said that thing's indestructible. The, <laughs> the Hydra buster. Oh, he, he was, he was kind of like iffy about it there for a second. I was like, ah, is it? Is it not? I'm not entirely sure, but yeah, I really love how, how he comes back and, and like, there's a lot of things that they change, but there are some things that kind of stay the same with, you know, the, the love connection between uh, Peggy and, and uh, Steve Rogers is still there. It's just the roles is a little bit reversed. Um, little, I guess you could say, odd, you know, a little scrawny kid from Brooklyn, like falling in love with falling in love with this now, like super soldier, like Amazon goddess of a woman who's like <laughs> 10 times like um, taller than him. She's definitely like hitting like seven, eight feet. I want to see her versus wonder woman. That would actually be really, really awesome. But I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I mean, I've always liked Steve Rogers. I like Captain America. He's just not my favorite, but man, oh man, when the Brits come in, they know how to do it right. She just came through and just, just cutting them up, like carved cake or whatever. I love that scene with where she just flips the two cars over. That was so cool. 
Yeah. And she's like, she's finally like getting the hold of her powers. And she's like, wow, that was really awesome. And, you know, she kind of goes through to see what else that she can kind of, um, that, that she's able to, I guess, discover about her new abilities. And uh, we get a little bit of the, uh, the red skull on this as well. Like I, I thought it told a pretty, a more abridged version of what happened, but you know, of a more what if standpoint, but I, I thought they did pretty good for, you know, I think it was around like 31 minutes, I believe for episode one. Um, so I, I thought that was pretty good for sure. But, um, and then we also had the, um, my gosh, of the general who was kind of, I guess you can make, he was like doing like the misogynistic like remarks towards Peggy. And then, you know, he kind of sees what she can do. And then he like really, really just like changes his tone like throughout. So you can kind of see that. And, and I kind of like how that is there because, you know, especially back then during world war two, it's like, you know, unfortunately, you know, women really weren't seen as, much of soldiers back then and you know i kind of like how they they touched on that a little bit they didn't go didn't go super deep into it but um yeah sorry i've been rambling here for a while <laughs> it was it looks like you're about to say something um no, not not specifically i do like um we found out that they're gonna have um captain Car- carter kind of be like the central character throughout the what if series mm-hmm. if they're gonna bring her back reoccurring just kind of have like a grounded character that we can tie the whole series back to because it is a lot going on with the multiverse. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to have her as kind of like, okay, we know who this is. This is the, the safe zone where we know what's going on. Yeah. And I believe episode, not episode one, but season one of what if I believe is, was 10 episodes, but got cut down to nine due to COVID. That's, no, it's actually, I heard, um, it's kind of a crazy story. They had an episode revolving around the guardians, but they had to cut it because it was too similar to James Gunn's guardians of galaxy three story. Really? Like, <laughs> oh, what does that, what does that oh. say about his guardians of galaxy three? That it's so crazy. It's a, what if story? Like, yeah. That, oh my gosh. that, that is, that is, that's actually pretty awesome. Like I, I, I like that how they're like, no, we, we can't do this. And like, that is insane that that, ha- <laughs> if that's true, like that's insane. If, if so, that would be hilarious. It's like, like his story, <laughs> his storyline is so out of, out of this world that it, it could be a, what if story. Yeah. And I'm really interested to see what Thor, Thor Love and Thunder is going to throw our way as well, because apparently the script is like out of this world from, from yes. what we've seen. But that, that is really funny. Um, I, 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 I saw online because I wasn't sure how many episodes this was going to be, but I was like, okay, like nine episodes. Honestly, that's okay. Like, especially like if they keep, you know, telling us the stories that we've seen, especially from what we've seen from episodes one through three, like I'm definitely on board, but especially, you know, with episode one, since that's the one we're really talking about today, it, it has been, um, it, it has been a wild ride. Like I just, I love this like whole twilight kind of just, you know, it's, it can be ominous and it's just, it, it just gives you a, a different look at certain characters, you know, some certain characters still have the same personality, especially but. for episode two, because there's a yes. very big character who is <laughs> very different. Yes. I will say. Yes. Very, very different, yeah. but it is very cool to see. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I do agree there for sure. You know, 
We won't say anything else about, you know, episode two. That was just, you know, what I, uh, the social embargo was up for, you know, I guess first impression. So that is something I feel like we can kind of just, yeah, gloss over, but definitely, man. Um, was there anything else you wanted to, um, touch on for, uh, episode one for Captain Carter before we get into our scores for it? I just love how badass she is. Yeah. Like, it's awesome. Kicking Hydra ass left and right. <laughs> I was like, okay, like she was like just going for it. I like I said, the animation, it just it really, really grows on you and it's it's daring, it's it's just more more of you know, Marvel just working their magic. Like you, you see that budget and it's it's definitely reflecting in their shows for sure. But uh let's get into our scores here for uh episode one. Um for uh captain carter so i'm i'm gonna give this one just like a solid uh a b just overall like i like we said you know i think this is a nice intro into the entire series and you know moving forward um there's definitely um more interesting stories out there that you know that they are playing planning to show but i would definitely give it a solid b um you know i i think the runtime like i said is is perfect the way it is you know like maybe no more than like 35 minutes if they really wanted to go a little bit longer but i also read that like some of them could push 40 so i mean if they want to go longer that's cool but from what we've seen so far um, I believe episode one's 31 minutes, episode two is 33, and episode three is 32. I think um, from what I've seen on Twitter and from what, you know, we've seen on, on our end um, from, uh, uh, you know, from everything that we've received, like, screener-wise. So um, that much we can pretty much tell you. But definitely stick around because, you know, it it is like a more of a lukewarm like perfect introduction but it definitely gets um pretty interesting um moving forward for sure just just the stories that they've, they've been telling have been phenomenal and, and a few tear jerkers here and there but yeah i give this one a solid b overall what about you yeah i'm right there with you i was gonna go with like an 86 mm. that's it's perfect like perfect starting jumping off point for this series yeah yeah, absolutely. Kind of, kind of a safer story to go with, but it makes sense for them to have that as the premiere, just kind of mm-hmm. ease the audience into it. Yeah, especially with um, oh my god, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, especially just you know with Captain Carter, just her her being her, you know, it's it's really great stuff. So yeah, that really pretty much name, cute. really good name too. Really rolls, Captain Carter. Captain Carter. Captain Carter. Spot T. <laughs> Spot T. <laughs> Captain Carter at your service. Absolutely. So, yeah, let's uh, move on to our new segment here. We'll be back with you guys right after this short break. All right. And we are back on our second segment of this show, the new segments. Man, oh man, Devin, um, <laughs> just got off of our Marvel's What If review, and I gotta say, it's 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 hitting home 100. And another, actually, another hit, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely another another hit. Um, so it, it's more of just you know, just, just retelling these stories and putting their like own twist, and it's not just as simple as oh, what if blah 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 was. X, Y, and Z, like, you know, it's, it's that and more, 
And that kind of goes into our first news topic here, which is more of the episode counts that we kind of, you know, talked about already. But um, it looks like they might be moving forward with season two. But, you know, since um, like I kind of mentioned before, uh, you know, it's supposed to be it was supposed to consist of 10 episodes and it got knocked down to nine because of the COVID uh, pandemic that struck Hollywood, um, which is a little odd. I wonder how when it comes to these animated um, stories, uh, how they how, how they tell them, you know what I mean? Because it's like. Because you 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 record you can record in like you know recording booth or like at home, but I guess it's more so on the um, on the animation side. You know what I mean? Yeah, getting reading reaching those deadlines for the animation. Yeah, yeah, and it looks like Brad uh, Wenderbaum. Uh, this is from Collider. They spoke to confirm the original plan did call for 10 episodes, like I mentioned before, and they had to kind of knock it down to nine. And he actually states that uh, we had to push an episode into season two. So there will be a season two. And he also states that it was just honestly like everything else that um, um that COVID impacted. Uh, there was an episode they just couldn't uh, hit with a completion date. But luckily, we do get to see it in a second season of the show, said Wonderbomb, um, who added that season two will also be nine, therefore cons- confirming the episode total as 18. So there will be a season two, which is really, really awesome. Um, and he also, you know, they say that um, they're talking about how, you know, each story has its own rhythm, its own pace. And we've seen that with the first three episodes that we've received um, thanks to Disney and there's no official mandate on regarding runtime, which is really, really awesome. Um, but like we kind of mentioned that in our, our review, we feel like around the 30 minute mark, um, should give enough time, maybe a little bit more of uh, the overflow there. Um, and this apparently gave the writers and animators a little bit more creative freedom. So, and it looks like they have a, uh, a target for a half an hour each episode, which is really, really great. I, I really, really like that. Um, you know, this kind of just gives us a little bit more information going off of the um, coverage that we just did for episode one. So moving forward, you know, it, at least it's expect at least a 30 minute runtime, if not more, which is really, really awesome. So anything you want else you wanted to touch on that before we uh, move on? Yeah, I'm all in. I like <laughs> what they're doing. Good start. All, all right. On you want to take this, this next one? Is, yeah. It's pretty interesting. Do you remember Chronicle back in the day? I do. I actually just rewatched it earlier this year. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I remember liking it when it came out. I think we all saw it and mm. it was entertaining it, at least. It's, um, I don't know how it holds up. Haven't seen it since. <laughs> I'm sure you can give some insight into that. I, I definitely think it does because it is one of Chronicle is, has always been one of, the, one of those like, like original like stories that just it, it does ground itself in the real world. Like, you know, it's, it's a great cast too. Oh yeah. Great, great cast. But um, yeah, sorry, Devin, go ahead. But yeah, we, we got a sequel coming. Apparently Chronicle two is in the works. Ooh, do uh, we definitely really? took, definitely took a while, but man, oh, man. yeah, there's going to be a sound, a Chronicle two centering around a female point of view this time. I like that. We, we, you know, we kind of get the, like with, with the first group of friends for Chronicle, like there was the, the one uh, boy who stood out and that came out, what, 2012. 
So it was, yeah. Uh, yeah, a few few years. Uh, well, actually, it's been a while. But <laughs> man, oh man, it looks like uh, we have a little bit of a, a quote here. Uh, producer John Davis said that w- they're working on Chronicle Two right now, and they uh, and he says I think it's going to be great. We're working on it. Um, at a um, Fox 20th Century Studios. So it is will be underneath the House of Mouse, but he also states that it's going to give us a chance to tell uh, the story in a different way. We're going to tell it from the female point of view, and we will have, uh, it will have um, a uh, 10-year gap between the events that happened in Seattle in 2012 and a lot's going on to deal with uh, fake news and real news and cover-ups more interestingly, it's the next generation getting these powers that are corruptive. These are young women just finishing college. They are empowering, and this is their journey. I mean, what a new um, and interesting story. Okay, so he says, I mean, what a new and interesting story you can tell from there. So that that sounds amazing, you know. Uh, you know, John Davis being the producer on that, and I, I think that's... Uh, I think it's great. It sounds fantastic. And honestly, just, just bring it on. Just, just give it to us like 100%. Yeah. Let's keep that found footage train going. Yeah, absolutely. So, excuse me. In other news, we have Florence Pugh, the lady herself, the always in the news, always in the news. She's always making moves to Devin. It it is fan freaking tastic. She's reportedly in the um, talks with uh, Showtime's, uh, new series, uh, Three Women, which is pretty, pretty interesting. This comes from The Illuminati. Yes, you heard me right. <laughs> the Illuminati. It looks like they're interested in Florence Pugh. So it looks like um, Man Oh Man in 2019, um, there was a book called The Three Women uh, by Lisa Tuttle. Uh, was released um, and skyrocketed to the top of the New York Times nonfiction's bestseller list. And t- uh, Tedo spent eight years um, in cross uh, spent eight years in cross the United States six times to write this book, uh, finding three women to feature as her subjects. Which is ooh, sounds very very interesting. But the book cover looks interesting. It just says three women, Lisa. Uh, t- uh, uh, Tadeo, excuse me, when I butchered her last name again. But there's a lot of like hanging fruit on the uh, on the cover there. But it looks like three women tells the story of three women who suffered backlash, um, private and public, uh, for their sexual desires. The series centers on Lena, a mother living in suburban um, Indiana, and um, in a passionless marriage who re uh, kindles a romance with her high school sweetheart uh, Maggie a student uh, student from North Dakota who's um, faces um, intense insecurity um, and backlash after reporting her um, married uh, after reporting her married English teacher of an inappropriate relationship and Sloan as an entrepreneur in the Northeast who has committed um, a open relationship with her husband that is threatened by two new strangers um, and Gia, who is based by uh, Tedo uh, herself, uh, a writer grieving the loss of her family uh, who pers- uh, 
persuades these three women to share their stories and is forever changed by her relationship with them. Whew, man, that was a lot to get through. But that was a whole paragraph. That was definitely a whole paragraph, and that was your English lesson for today. Um, <laughs> so we we have we have a few others joining her as well. So we have uh, Shalene Woodley, and um, she was um, in. Uh, oh my gosh, what was she in? Actually, no, it doesn't say. I do apologize. So we have Shalene Woodley looking at Florence Pugh as well, and as well as um, oh my gosh. Um, uh, Green Bay Packer, ex-Green Bay Packers, uh, quarterback's wife, uh, Aaron Rodgers' uh, wife, I believe that's it's, it's his wife. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, wh- wh- what do you think about this, Devin? I mean, um, I don't love it being on Showtime. It's just one of the <laughs> ones that nobody really has, but it is Lawrence Pugh, so I'm definitely intrigued. Yeah. Just another, uh, just another streaming service we have to, uh, you know, <laughs> sign up for, right? <laughs> it's all good. But yeah, let's move on here. Devin, we have some exciting news coming from the Lord of the Rings. We finally, it, it has resurfaced and it's finally, we, we have a premiere date and a drop look at the first image of the Amazon series, uh, Lord of the Rings, highly anticipated, will be dropping on Amazon uh, video September 2nd, 2022, uh, with new episodes dropping weekly afterwards. Uh, filming has completed on the first season of the show on August 2nd in New Zealand, definitely going back to its roots of the original Lord of the Rings. But this is a different story. This is not the same Lord of the Rings story that was told. Um, little is known about the plot or series, uh, but this is known to take place uh, during the so-called second age, which happens to th- um, which happens um, a thousand years prior of both the events of the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. And the series will follow an ensemble cast of characters, both familiar and new as they confront the long, uh, long feared re, uh, re, uh, emergence of evil to middle earth. So man, oh man, Jennifer, uh, Sakel, uh, 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 yes. Uh, Sal, Sal K. Um, the head of Amazon Studios, she states that she can't express enough how excited uh, we all are to take our global audience on a new epic journey through Middle-earth. Our talented producers, cast, creative, and production teams have worked tirelessly in New Zealand to bring this untold and uninspiring uh, version to life. It is crazy. The budget has been insane for this. Um, I don't believe that this... Actually, no, this um, um, thing from Variety doesn't state, but um, are you able to look that up really quick, Devin, to see how much the budget was? Because I believe it was quite possibly one of the highest, if the highest budgeted TV shows to date. And I thought that was like fan- 94 million. 94. My gosh. You know what? I'm not going to lie. Actually, picture- no, wait. No, that was, that was the budget for Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. Oh, the budget oh, for the series for season one is four hundred sixty-five million. <sighs> My God, four hundred sixty-five million—that is crazy, Devin. And you know what? I'm not going to lie. Largest um, television series ever made. Yep. And get, given off the 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 first image that they gave us, 
I think it's well worth it. But it's crazy to think they put that much money into a TV show. Like that is a lot of money. Like this vast landscape of we don't know who this character is looking off into the distance in this white cloak, but it looks freaking beautiful. And I'm like, you know what? Amazon's is is sneaky good. Amazon Prime Video. Yeah, it it is. I think it is definitely one of the most underrated um, uh, shows out, or not shows, but streaming services out there for sure. Like, there's so much on there, Um, and they they just keep. I I think they're you know they they bought MGM, which is really really interesting, and they just keep. um, They're they're just man they're they're just they're making moves they're making small but powerful moves and you know hopefully uh, you know september 2nd 2022 can't come fast enough but Devin, i'm gonna let you take this next one because i know how much you love the first venom so i'm gonna let you take uh give your thoughts about the venom 2 trailer if you've seen it <laughs> um i didn't mind it i mean it, it you definitely see the similarities to the first one mm-hmm. just venom facing off against another symbiote again but mm-hmm. I am intrigued because you get Tom Hardy, then you put him up against another great actor in Woody Harrelson, and you can definitely see some fun things happening there. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely going to be relying on Tom Hardy carrying again. Yeah. It, it, it definitely seems that way, uh, you know, with, with, um, you know, with, with carnage, everyone's been looking forward to it. You know, I watched the, the trailer, like it, it looks fine. I guess I wasn't really necessarily blown away, but you know, um, with Woody Harrison, um, Harrison playing, uh, Cletus Cassidy, I just, it just, it doesn't really vibe with me all that much. It's because, you know, just of how old Woody Harrison is. And, uh, I just, I feel like they could have gotten somebody else a little bit younger, but just to give it that more mobility feel, but I feel like, uh, Woody's going to be more, so just in that CGI state more so than, you know, his, his human state. So I don't know. It, it, it is what it is, but you know, it's, it's coming out this year. It kind of bugs me that Sony, you know, dropped this information and we still don't have any no way home. Uh, Spider-Man, no way home uh, trailer information. They didn't dropped. even give a, give a release date for Venom 2 yet. Did they? No, originally I, it was supposed to come out in like September. That was like the date, but then in the trailer, it just says, this fall it doesn't have the date and very strange the, yeah very very strange and everyone's thinking that it might get pushed back or they're kind of just you know playing their cards or holding the cards close to their chest but i'm not entirely sure it is really really weird but hopefully uh hopefully we just get some spider-man no way home trailer news because like there's some information they're, out there they're never gonna drop it because they know how much we want it and that's fine just just tell me just tell me that, hey, you know, we, we've made the conscious decision that, you know, it we you know, trying to make a trailer, it's just too spoiler heavy. And let's just, you know, keep it keep it as is. I'm I'm totally, totally cool with that. But oh well. We'll just have to uh, wait and see how that one out plays out. But that pretty much wraps up our news topics for today. Again, Devin, thank you always for coming on. And um, we do have a few more things coming up on the podcast for you guys. If you're listening to this on a Wednesday, go check out our uh, The Suicide Squad review that we did with Leo on Monday. That was a lot of fun. And I think everyone should go see it because in theaters, um, if you can, you know, if you're 
in an area where, um, you know, you, you don't have that option, definitely just watch it at home. You know, there's no shame in that, but if you feel comfortable going to the theater, definitely go see it in, um, in theaters there. But we also have our, um, we have another double feature review coming up for you guys. They'll be dropping out on Monday, the 16th, I believe. Yes. Monday, the 16th, we're going to be doing our free guy review alongside of our don't breathe Two review as well but also look out for our dc titans episode one through three review that will be dropping um actually the day after oh my gosh the day after this comes out so tomorrow as of this recording check out our dc titans season three episode one through three review that i did with leo rydell over on geekly goods definitely go give him a follow um over on um youtube for his channel you know he makes some really great really really great content over there and uh he does not disappoint that is definitely true there so pretty much that's it and we'll see you guys next time um i'm mia for this week again just for people who haven't listened to our suicide squad review this is up but currently (laughs) i'm at i'm in bed probably just having all these crazy two things because getting my wisdom teeth taken out but you know we do have all this great content for you guys coming up this week and the following week so we'll see you guys in the next one and that's a wrap for today thank you all for listening and if you enjoy the show leave us a five-star rating and review on apple Podcasts, and follow us on twitter and instagram to stay in the know that was Devin. my name is christian and we'll see you guys next time